I'm Bruce Worson, pastor of His Place Community Church. The following message came from a Sunday morning right here at His Place. It's Easter. Therefore, you ready? He is risen. He is risen indeed. Who is? Jesus? You know, you know, that is the English conversion of the Greek transliteration of the Hebrew word for salvation. His name's Yeshua. You know, that's what he was named, Yeshua. Yeshua. But then the Greeks, they transliterated it, and then we converted it to make him Jesus. His name's Yeshua. The angel of the Lord said, and it means salvation. The angel of the Lord said, you shall call his name salvation, Yeshua. Uh, you know, they, we pronounce the J's, they don't. So that's the same as the Old Testament name, Joshua, Yeshua, Yeshua. That's the Old Testament name, salvation. And the angel says, you'll name him salvation, for he will Yasha. He will save his people from their sins. And so they called him salvation, Yeshua. Has a lot of names like that. Has a lot of names. You ever notice? He has a lot of names. Messiah, is his name, Lord. Emmanuel, Prince of Peace, of course, the Christ, the Branch, the Lamb. I mean, you just go Google it and you'll come up with the 50 top names of Jesus. It's like he's got more than 50. What's his real name? Because he's got one. The name above all his other names. He was given the name above the names. What's the big name? You know, Yahweh's a, now Yahweh is the big name of God, right? Jehovah, that's the one translated the Lord in all caps in your Bibles. Is it that? Well, for that, we need to go on an Easter treasure hunt because it is a legitimate mystery. It is salvation's unknown name, Yeshua's unknown name. By the way, I just want to say, one of the weirdest, and this is true, one of the weirdest, saddest critiques I've received by some, uh, more than once, who've left his place, is that there's just too much Bible. (laughs) Just too much Bible. And all I can say is, I'm sure glad they're not here today. (laughs) You guys are like, oh no. (laughs) But don't worry, I'm excited enough for all of us. So strap in, because John wrote in Revelation, which is not your typical go-to book for Easter. He wrote, I saw heaven open and behold a white horse. And he who sat on him was called Faithful and True. There's two more names, Faithful and True. But he had a name written. Now we know where that would be. The book he wrote, written that no one knew. Well, there's the first clue. The one called Faithful and True had a name written that no one knew. And second clue, his name is called the Word of God. Oh, case solved. (laughs) He just answered, no, 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 they're giving you clues. His name is called the Word of God. It's not written in Scripture that that's his name, let alone his name above all names. But it is a little-known title. We read that, we go, okay, it's the Word of God. No, no, that is one of his names, 
with which he is called in the Old Testament literally quite often. For instance, the word of God came to Shimeah the prophet. And the word of God came to Nathan the prophet. And the word came to Jeremiah the prophet. I mean, you see this constantly with the prophets. The word of God comes to them. And then we're told, you know that's his name, the word of God? Well, Peter writes, of this Yeshua, of this salvation, the prophets searched carefully who prophesied of the grace that would come to you. Searching what the, look at, what the spirit of Christ who was in the Old Testament prophets was indicating when he testified beforehand. He's the word that came to him. So the spirit of Christ who testified about himself before he came in the flesh is called the word of God. Boy, it sure brings those to life when you read, and the word of God came to this prophet, the word of God came and said to them, and said to them. This now explains John's full title, which you find somewhere else in Revelation, for the faithful and true word of God. Yeah, in another spot you go seek and find, and it says he's a faithful and true witness. He was the witness, the Spirit of Christ went to the prophets. The beginning of the creation of God. And oh, you see the third clue? Third clue, the faithful and true word of God was the beginning of the creation of God. The word was the beginning. Any idea where to for the next clue? We sing, right? We sing, you were the word at the beginning, but who wrote that? Come on. Yeah, there you go. You're all just not sure. It's like, I want to say it. I think it's John. Yeah, it's the same guy who wrote the Revelation mystery about the name. Opens his gospel with a trail of clues. Chapter 1, verse 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Oh, I sound so spiritual. (laughs) And I got to say, one of my spiritual pet peeves is over-spiritualizing Scripture. Because Scripture is intended for childlike minds. That's why you must become like a child, Jesus says, or you'll miss the whole kingdom. So we read this, and you look at the commentators, and you go, oh, so Jesus is the eternal pre-existent logos that's the Greek word for word but it sounds really good to say it he's a pre-existent logos sure yes that's true but don't miss the most obvious kids what did what was the word what did God say what did God speak at the beginning here's a hint the entrance of your words you know when you open it when you first open the entrance of your words gives what Light. That's the word, right? That's the word at the beginning. Jesus is that. So is God. I like how the NLV says, the opening up of your word gives light to the childlike. Do you know there's a big controversy surrounding the word of God at the beginning of creation? Big controversy. Because on day one, God said... Let there be light, and there was light. No problem. Except it's not till day four 
that he makes the sun and the moon and the stars and all the things that light up the earth. So what's the one on day one? Well, John's clues should shed some light. Here we go. John says, in the beginning of creation was the word of God. You see, God said, let there be light. And Jesus said, I am the light. I am the light of the world. John wrote, and, and, and the word, that word was with God. Now, God wraps himself in light. And that word, that word was God. God is light. John writes, he, that word, was in the beginning with God. Now, Isaiah is all over this. Isaiah says, the sun, he's talking about the one from day four, will no more be your light. Now, that's bound to burn out. The Lord will be your everlasting light. Your sun, S-U-N, from day one, will never set again. Once you see that, uh, that one. John writes, all things were made through him. Yes, he is before all things. And in him, we live and move and have our being. John writes, in him was life. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. And the life was the light of men. There it is. John finally gets to it. There's what he's talking about. The light was the life of men. Jesus said, he who follows me shall have the light of life. John says, that was the true light. Oh, as in faithful and true, which he writes about this mysterious name we're looking for. And he says, and as many as received him, well, to them, he gave the right to become children of God to those who believe in his name. So live as children of light. And the word, that word, in the beginning, became flesh and dwelt among us. And we, John writes, we beheld his glory. Yeah, he was there when he transfigured. His face shone, well, like the sun. Behold, writes John, behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And in Revelation, he writes, the Lamb is its light. So is that, is light the unknown written name of Yeshua, salvation, Jesus. Mm -mm. No, it's pretty well known. But it is necessary. It lights the way to find it in Isaiah. Because all this talk of light comes from Isaiah, who wrote 750 years before Jesus that our everlasting son, he also calls it Zion's righteousness, shines out like the dawn. Her Yeshua, her salvation, her Jesus, like a blazing torch, writing as a light to the Gentiles that you should be my Yeshua, my Jesus, my salvation. That's just a small sampling. But this is where we're going to find that name. And I'm going to read it right now. I want to read what Isaiah wrote about this Yeshua, who is the everlasting light that John's talking about, that rises like the sun and never sets. And we will see if you notice his written name that is mostly unknown to this day, even though it's right there in writing. I just need you to know 
I'm just reading straight out of the New King James. I didn't change any words. If you go open a New King James, this is what will be in it. You curious? His written name is mostly unknown. Well, Isaiah will start in 12. Behold, God is my Yeshua, salvation, Jesus. I will trust and not be afraid. For Yah, the Lord, is my strength and song. He also has become my Jesus, my Yeshua, my salvation. Call upon his name. Make mention that his name is exalted. I will praise your name for he will swallow up death forever. Behold, this is our God and we have waited for him and he will save us. That's why they call him Jesus. We will be glad and rejoice And his salvation, Yeshua, Jesus, for on this mountain, the hand of the Lord will rest. He will spread out his hands in their midst as a swimmer reaches out to swim. Trust in the Lord forever. For in Yah, the Lord, is everlasting strength. The desire of our soul is for your name. Ever knows that name? Yah? You ever notice that name? Yah? Most Bibles write Lord in all caps, like they do Yahweh, thinking Yah is just an abbreviation for Yahweh, so it disappears. But some Bibles, like the New King James, leave it as is. They don't touch it, they keep it Yah for a very good reason. We are told in Scripture to worship Yahweh. By the name Yah. And yes, there are many Bibles that say we, that, uh, we are to worship the Lord by the name Lord. It's like, God's not what he said. But both times here in Isaiah, Yah, which is what his name is. Uh, we can't get into that. But Yah is the second half of his name. The first half is what save us is from Jesus. Okay. Uh, both times here in Isaiah, it's actually Yah Yahweh, which is way more fun to say. Say it. Yah Yahweh. Yah Yahweh. It's so fun to say. So where's Isaiah getting this? Well, from David, Psalm 68, where he exhorts. It's another place where they won't, they keep it Yah. They won't, they won't change it because of the command. But this is uh, where he exhorts us to praise God by his name Yah. And it's not that we can't use as many other names. We should. It's just that Yah is the name of Yahweh's, Jehovah's, Yeshua, Jesus, salvation. Uh, David writes, sing to God, sing praises to his name. Extol him who rides on the clouds. Oh, we're getting specific now. By his name, Yah. Our God is the God of salvation. And to God, the Lord belong escapes from death. His strength is in the clouds. Yah rides on the clouds. (laughs) Yah rides on the clouds? Where's David getting that? Well, Psalm 68 is, is about Moses' song of Yah, Yeshua's salvations, Jesus' triumph at the Red Sea. Apparently, Moses knew the guy. Things about him. Moses and the children of Israel sang this song. When the Lord triumphed there at the sea. The Lord has triumphed gloriously. 
Yah is my strength and song. This is where it all comes from. Yah is my strength and song. And he has become my Jesus, my Yeshua, my salvation. In Revelation, at the ultimate triumph of the Lord, you might be familiar with this. They sing to Jesus the song of Moses and the Lamb. Turns out the one whose name is salvation is the Lamb. And this is the song of Moses. But what's Moses doing with Yah Yeshua, who rides on the clouds? You know, skeptics would say, well, he doesn't literally ride on the clouds. That's poetry, obviously. Whereas a child would say, cool. <laughs> and guess who gets it right? <laughs> Become like a child. You see, when Moses entered the tabernacle, it's an old word for tent. And this one is the tent of meeting where he would meet with God. When Moses entered the tabernacle, the pillar of cloud descended. And uh, Jesus said, no one has ascended except the one who descended. And stood at the door. And Jesus said, I stand at the door. So the Lord spoke to Moses face to face. As a man speaks to his friend. But I thought the Lord will pretend, we'll pretend you all know your Bibles so well that you're saying to me, but I thought the Lord specifically told Moses just nine verses earlier that you cannot see my face for no man can see me and live. Well, he did. And nine verses later, who's riding in on a cloud for a face to face? Well, his name is Yah. His name is Yah. You see, in this one chapter, we find that Yahweh is the big, invisible God you can't look at and live. But Yah is the face-to-face -face version. It's his face-to-face -face form. It's the one that wrestled with Jacob. Oh, boy, you can track this guy in the Bible. He's everywhere. Moses said, show me. Moses talking to Yahweh. Show me now your way that I may know you. And the Lord said to Moses, my presence, literally my face, will go with you. And then this messenger comes, the messenger of the face. And the Lord, the face of the Lord, went in a pillar of cloud to lead the way. He rode the cloud. And Jesus said, I am the way. I am the way. He who's seen me has seen the Father. For God has shown in our hearts, if you've put your, his word in your heart, to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. And whenever the cloud was taken up, Moses said, rise up, O Lord. And when Jesus had risen, he was taken up and a cloud received him. Because Jesus Christ is the glory of God made manifest. And he is risen. 
And he said, 750 years before the cross, he said, I, speaking of the future, <laughs> it's in Isaiah, I have blotted out like a thick cloud your transgressions and like a cloud your sins, for I have redeemed you, says the Lord your Redeemer. Oh, who is mighty like you, O Yah? You rule the raging of the sea. When its waves rise, you still them. Sound like somebody we know? Blessed are the people who walk in the light of your countenance. Literally your face. In the light of your face. They rejoice. Turns out Moses' messenger of God's face is none other than the spirit of Christ before he emptied himself and made himself like us. It's in Philippians. Christ Jesus being in very nature God made himself in human likeness and humbled himself on a cross. Therefore God exalted him and gave him that name that is above every name I'm glad the new King James preserved the name Yahweh they did but sadly they turn around and then paraphrased it as Lord in the very passages where David exhorts us and by us I mean you and me to praise him by that name I mean us Psalm 102, he writes, this will be written for the generation to come, that a people yet to be created may praise Yah. I put it back, it's not there in the New King James. For he looked down from the height of his sanctuary to release those appointed to death to declare the name of Yahweh. Praise Yah. He sent redemption Holy and awesome is his name. Praise Yah. Save us. That's why we call him Jesus. That we may give thanks to your holy name. Praise Yah. So I'm thinking, are you thinking what I'm thinking? That we should be praising Jesus by that name? Yah? Yah? Well... Good news and happy Easter. You already do. It's just time that you knew that you do. Because the Hebrew word for praise is, say it with me, hallelujah. So let's us together reread that last verse using the one Hebrew word we still do. You ready? Hallelujah. Save us that we may give thanks to your holy name. Hallelujah. Oh my, I just got to keep reading them. Psalm 116, I will lift up the cup of Jesus, of Yeshua, of salvation, and call on the name of Yahweh. I will offer to you the sacrifice of thanksgiving. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Light dawns in the darkness hallelujah hallelujah son i like that it sounds hawaiian hallelujah sun and moon for he who appeared on day one commanded and they were created on day four hallelujah the name of the lord for his name alone is exalted you know above every other name 
So hallelujah. All of those are commands. They're not a person praising. They're a person saying, do it. David's command. To me, this is just incredible. David's commands to hallelujah. By the way, on the back of your transcript, I gave you all the scriptures I wanted to read you through, but that would have been torture. So I just stuck them there. (laughs) David's command to hallelujah is only fulfilled one time in one place in the Bible to one savior wherein hallelujah is sung as an expression of praise rather than an exhortation or a command to praise. Guess where? Well, it's in the revelation of Jesus Christ. Look, he's coming with the clouds. Chapter 19, I, John, the writer of the mystery name and the gospel trail, heard a loud voice of a great multitude in heaven praising Christ's ultimate triumph, saying, hallelujah, finally, finally, salvation and glory and honor and power belong to the Lord our God. Again, they said, hallelujah, and worshiped God who sat on the throne saying, amen, hallelujah, for the marriage of the lamb has come and his wife, that's the church, has made herself ready. Worship God for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy because the spirit of Christ testified about himself beforehand. Now I saw heaven opened and behold a white horse. But that's a whole nother Easter. (laughs) And he who sat on him was called faithful and true. Do you get how funny this is? The one place they hallelujah. A few verses later, he says, he's got a name nobody knows. And we don't even know we just read it four times. He who sat on him was called faithful and true witness. He had a name written that no one knew except himself. Sad but true. Hallelujah is a two word phrase. I don't ever want us to sing it as one again. We need to sing it that way as praise to the name of the one who came before the son. And then came in the flesh and died on the cross and rose from the grave and knows you by name. I just thought it's time we got familiar with his. And since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, well, let everything that has breath, hallelujah. He's our rising sun that'll never set. So let's pray and then praise. Father God, you are faithful and true. And we come to you as children of light and worship you for your light of life. Holy Spirit, help us to hear your treasures as you come to us as the word. And Yah Yeshua, Lord Jesus, Yah Yeshua, you are risen You are salvation and you are life. And for those reasons and more, we hallelujah you. And everybody said, Amen. Amen.
Well, thanks for listening in. Why don't you join us on a Sunday morning? If you'd like more information about the church, just point your browser to hisplacechurch.com. Until next time, may the Lord bless you, keep you, and make His face shine upon you.